2: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! Oskinen with the glove, unbelievable! David, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over
0: the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton
2: Oilers are doing on the power plant. This is Ryan Nijan Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snap. Shot from the right point! I'm James, no sign on this. care up from your Edmonton Oil. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades! Made by Smith. This is Mike Smith, Leon Drysaddle. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable! And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you by Digitex, office supplies at Huge Savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. Six thirty check. Take shots till eight And make the thing drive Out of school And back on ice That was his life He was gonna play in the big league
0: An incredible version, Tom Cochran. Three years ago today, the Humboldt bus crash. We pay homage and obviously a very difficult day for uh, several families uh, in the Edmonton and surrounding area. And uh, something that is uh, undoubtedly etched in everyone's minds that they'll never forget. Uh, On this date three years ago, 16 people passing away uh, when the Humboldt Broncos bus was struck by a westbound semi-trailer truck near Armley, saskatchewan this is oilers now bob Stoffer with you we got a lot to get to uh, on today's show uh and we will tell you this that Oilers now as always is brought to you by our title sponsor digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office it and supplies i have had the chance to uh interview tom cochran i had a couple conversations with him over the years um That version is just uh, so incredibly haunting for a guy that had such great passion uh, for the game of hockey. we got a lot to get to, as I mentioned. The Edmonton Oilers coming off a loss last night in Montreal in overtime. And we're actually going to go quickly into... The Oilers now audio vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. I'll tell you why. In about 90 seconds' time, we'll hear from Edmonton Oilers General Manager. But right now, here's the uh, call, Cam Moon. Last night, the Oilers losing 3-2 in OT to the Habs
2: looking for a better effort and better result from the last time they were in Montreal, which was just six days ago. Kara on the right side trying to spin off the check of Edmondson, goes behind the net, he'll wrap it in front SCORES! Devon Shore! He put it home as Kara played it right through the crease and the Oilers are up one nothing. Pull the RV to the blue line now Nurse going to walk in, shoot darn Darnell Hammers that thing home late in the second. The Oilers are up
0: 2-0. Well, if we're going to make reference to Danny Gallivan, that was an absolutely cannonading drive by the Edmonton Oilers' Darnell Nurse. And this is part
2: of his game that's just evolved here. Thomas Tatar, dumped down by Haas, but he's able to shoot it in. Smith out to play it. Got it to the left wing, but Byron kept it in. To Tatar, shoots and scores. Thomas Tatar walked right in and went high, and this game is tied at two. And that will do it for regulation. That solves nothing. We're going to have a little extra. Right wing, in comes Stahl, shoots, scores. Eric Stahl in his Montreal Canadiens debut. Came down the right wing. Smith and the Montreal Canadiens will win this one 3-2 in overtime.
0: Alright, so the Oilers pick up a point. They uh, flew to uh, Ottawa after last night's game. They're just on the ice as we speak right now. Uh, that is our Oilers Now audio vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. We are going to go to our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, some might say tough goal against on Mike Smith. Others might say great shot by Eric Stahl, a guy who scored over 400 goals. Bottom line is Mike Smith helped the Oilers get a point. We bring aboard Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Hi, Ken. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Doing uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we appreciate you taking time to join us here. Uh, the team has got games the next couple nights, and then you guys are going to be flying Friday into Calgary with the uh, change in the schedule. Uh, so this was our best time to get you on uh, before the NHL trade deadline. First question, Um just a thought, is is this maybe a quieter deadline in terms of talks percolating than maybe past deadlines because of so many teams being in LTIR and the uniqueness of a compressed schedule, a 56-game uh, schedule?
1: I would say yes, um, but I don't know what that means. Um, you know, things can all of a sudden heat up on uh, Saturday and Sunday and Monday. Um you know, obviously, this time of the year, when your when your team is uh, performed at a high level um, and juices are flowing, you as a manager, you you you'd, you'd like to see if you can do something to give your team uh, a little bit of a boost. Um, but certainly, um, from our perspective, obviously being an LTI, and we're we're really tight against against the cap. Um, is going to make it uh, more difficult, but um, we'll see what uh, what the next week brings.
0: Uh, money in, money out, sort of thing. Is that what we're kind of talking about? Yeah, because you're...
1: anytime, anytime you're an LTI, that's exactly where you're at. And obviously, what we did before the season started, I think on December 22nd, we signed Slater Kukuk, and then in December we also signed. Um, Dominic Cahoon, you know, so we've you know we had a, we, we've carried a twenty. In effect, we're carrying a twenty-nine man roster, not a twenty-three man roster. So people stay off the cap, and then we shuffle them back and forward. And then on uh, on, on on April twelfth, Monday, there's no no longer a twenty-three man roster. You have to run your team within the within the cap. So obviously, we we've got to position ourselves so that we can get at where taxi squad players so we'll try to you know put a list of players together basically our, the roster that we have set on, on 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 that afternoon or the next day is really our roster and then and then from then on we're, we're allowed four regular recalls but we've got to kind of there's there's no roster limit in terms of but but you have to be cap compliant and we think we can probably have you know 23 24 players on the on the roster and with enough money set aside to get at one at a player at a time in the um on the taxi squad so we're tight
0: uh would you say you have a greater need uh maybe adding an you know a maybe a right shot center or conversely another left winger that might give you a little bit of offensive juice if you could do money in, money out
1: I, don't, I I think at the end of the day Bob you're talking about an upgrade and uh, the you know the upgrades are going to our, our players are probably they're making they're making money I mean they 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 their their cap number is going to be it's not going to be 750 or a million dollars I mean many right. of these players that we're talking about that you 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 know a good portion of our bottom by roster makes They make around a million bucks, you know, seven fifty to a million five thereabouts. So um, it's going to have to be a real legitimate. Our guys have done a great job. We're twenty eight and two the last ten games. If you prorated that over eighty two games, must be a hundred and ten point pace um, thereabouts. So. We've played at a we've played at a high level, and, and and lots of these players that we're talking about have done a good have done a good job for us, and I think you know and, and maybe not it's one, but but I think Dave Tippett's done a good job in moving them in and moving them out, and 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 and, and the depth has really allowed us to kind of play perform at that level. So. Um... <laughs> To try to upgrade and bring in one player that's going to be better than those players, it's going to be you have to factor in the assets and the cap space.
0: And you don't have, obviously, the draft capital, uh, for this coming draft that maybe, uh, you might have in a, in a year from now. And, and maybe you are where you are. Let me ask you this question a different way because we are getting people text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Would you go the other way? Would you, uh, would you move one of your pending UFAs? I mean, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, Tyson Berry, Adam Larson, or do you see not moving them as an, as in a way sort of, uh,
1: you know, dealing with things. From, I would say this to you, Bob. Yep. Teams. Teams. Traditionally, teams that are trying to win. Yep. Don't trade regular players off. Like, I guess I would say to you, if we don't trade those players, that might be that might be. Last year, I spent assets in order to try to beef up last year's team. Maybe by doing by not trading those players, you're spending assets to beef up this this year's team. It, it's a it's a totally different way of thinking about it. Do you know do you know what I'm saying? Yep, totally. Like like I, like certainly you could put those players but we're trying to win. Like we're trying to you know, we're, we're we're trying to we're we're trying to make the playoffs, and we're we're trying to uh, we're we're trying to win. We're trying to go on a on on, on a playoff run. So, um, you know, to to trade somebody that's a regular on our team to, to go get you know a draft pick and a prospect that might impact the team three four five years from now, so that you can win five years. We're trying to win now. We're trying to we're trying to win now. So I don't I don't see that happening all right
0: we're joined by ken hall and bob Stoffer with you on what sound now the other way that you could maybe adjust the lineup a bit is through organic growth uh obviously the broken thumb with dylan holloway perhaps changed the complexion a little bit there but uh is there can you share any insight with the uh, listeners right now ken where we're at with holloway uh i you know I, I i would assume that you've spoken to uh blake robson and and to dylan and his family is that correct
1: Yes, that is correct. Um, you know, we're having conversations. Obviously, there's no real urgency from um, anybody's part. I guess he, you know, he's got a broken thumb. I, you know, the doctors have told us that maybe around late you know, late April, if things if if the healing goes good, that at that point in time, maybe he can start to practice uh, somewhere. Um, so. We have had some conversations about, um, you know, turning him pro. Certainly, he has he has a, he has a decision to make, and then and then we'd also also have to negotiate a contract that uh, he feels good about and we feel good about.
0: Seven games in twelve days for the farm team down in Bakersfield after they had the weekend off. They're going to be busy. Uh, does the change in the the. With the new rules, with the quarantine, only needing to quarantine for a week instead of two weeks, that, does that open up a mechanism or a window to perhaps bring one of those guys up, hypothetically, a Ryan McLeod or Tyler Benson or someone like that, at some point, if need be?
1: Well, I think if need be, I, I think you know, I, I you know, the, 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 the Ryan McLeod and, and they're in good spots. They're playing. They're playing. They're playing. They're playing 20 minutes. I mean, I get, I get, the, I get the the thing. Ryan, Tyler, Ryan and Ryan and and Cooper Marody. They're playing 20 to 22 minutes a night. That's not happening here. Right. Uh, that's good. That's what Con, that's Connor and Leon territory. So, you know, they, they they come here. You know, you can just look at the ice time every every night, and the guys at the bottom part of the forwards at the bottom part of the roster play you know if you don't kill penalties and i hard to believe those guys are going to come up and kill penalties if they don't go on the power play it's hard to believe they're going to come up and go go on the power play you play seven, eight, nine minutes, that's that's all you got, and so you know, I don't know that they can come up and impact the team playing, you, you gotta play special teams, you gotta play special teams, and when you get to the when you get down the stretch run you don't know that the coach wants to experiment with young players on the power play, the penalty killing especially when you factor in the players that were, the, the experience and the players were putting on the power play, so I just think that those young players are in a great spot, um, and and and, and and let them continue to to, to develop and down the road um, they'll be here and then you come in and then starting off in the at the beginning of the season that's when the coach puts you on those specialty teams if you don't play in the specialty teams in the national hockey league it's hard to get minutes there's probably one defenseman that might not play in either of the specialty teams and there's there's two to four forwards if you don't play specialty teams it's it's hard to get it's hard to get more than 10 minutes. It's max. You're anywhere from, from, from 7 to 10 minutes if you don't play specialty teams. Gotcha. Uh,
0: Alright, let's talk about a, a different guy and, and look, and I I appreciate the uniqueness of the situation with the uh, need because of the pandemic uh, for the taxi squad. In, in, if we didn't have the pandemic going on would evan bouchard have seen some time down in the minors because obviously he hasn't played a bunch lately the coaches haven't called his name the team went nine and three with him in the lineup i think ken and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm out to lunch i think evan bouchard has the highest ceiling of all oilers prospects right now uh but how much has the pandemic played a factor in the fact that he's here as a depth guy and not playing in the minors
1: well, I mean, I can't handicap it, but certainly the pandemic and, and then having a 29 in effect, I'm going to call it a 29 man roster has obviously affected lots of our decisions. Um, I, if it was a different world, would we make different decisions? Maybe, but, but I mean, that's hypothetical. So I think, I think at the end of the day, um, I, 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 I talk to the coaches every day. I'm with the coaches. Um, they, they like, they like Bush a lot. I like Bush a lot. I, I think it's it's more about the makeup of the defense, and unfortunately, you know, he's we're trying to win. Where we we we, we want, we've been on a. Like I said, we're twenty eight and two the last thirty and I think we're in the winning business. We're that's I think that's the most important thing when you look at your team on an everyday basis. Did you get a W or was it an L? And you know, we've we've got we've been, we've been on a pretty good run. We haven't had any any injuries to the back end, so you keep pushing out the same players that give you that have that have that have that, that we'd won the night before. So um He's a big. I'm with you. He's a big part of our future. Um, he, he's a he's a big part of, of what I'm planning to do with the team. You know, over the summertime going into next year. Um, I know that in talking to, to Dustin Schwartz and, and, and Wiseman, who who work with the the the, the, uh, the taxi squad players on an everyday basis, you know, Bush's attitude is great. He's working hard. Um, he's ready, and and when he goes in, I'm sure he's going to do it. He's going to do a good job, but I just think it's ultimately Barry's a right shot defenseman, Larson's a right shot defenseman, Ethan Bear's a right shot defenseman, and most of them throughout their career haven't played on the on the left. So you know to to start try to put people out of position when you're trying to win to squeeze somebody in. The bottom line it's about winning it's about it's about trying to it's it's about trying to win and certainly young players sometimes have to be patient
0: ken holland's joining us ken darnell nurse i mean he's taken a full uh opportunity here to elevate his game i'm going to put a, a stat at you he's got 13 goals so far through 39 games this season that is the most by an oilers defenseman since paul coffee had 17 36 years or 35 years ago that was 85 86 that's your coffee at 48 so nurses had 13 in the first 39 games obviously it's been a wonderful season uh from a salary management perspective have you you know you and bill scott and and uh, the analytics people that support you and all that sort of are you already kind of factoring in because darnell's done two straight uh bridge deals you're already kind of looking ahead to a couple years down the road because he's obviously a big part of the club
1: yeah, I mean that's my job to look to look um, you know to this summer and, and 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 to net to the you know the summer out and I I don't know that you look three years out but I think you have to have a one and a two year look at all, all at all times so uh, absolutely I mean Darnell's made a. You know, obviously, uh, the injury to, 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 to Clef um, created an opportunity, and Darnell's grabbed it, um, you know, and, 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 and taken his career to another level. So, uh, you know, he's having a tremendous season, um, and uh, certainly the, the, the plan is to try to is, – is not to try, but the plan is to get him signed up long-term here at the appropriate time. Uh,
0: Mike Smith, uh, exceeded expectations? Uh- Based on on when you signed him back on October the 10th, there was a lot of criticism in the market. Uh, He's uh, obviously giving you a pretty good go here. He's 13-3-2.
1: Well, I would say to you, you know, you know, when I look at Mike Smith last year, like I, I thought that Mike Smith played really good in October, November, December. Excuse me, no October, November. I thought he had a down December, and he played really good for us in January, February, March, and we played really good January, February, and and March. You know, he had a bad first period in the bubble. You know, and then he got. I think he got pulled the, the first game against the Chicago, and then and then and then uh, Koski went in. So I, you know, I, I and I told his agent I. Felt that I wanted to get go, go, go explore the marketplace. You know, he's 38 years of age. I mean, I think when you have got a 38 year old goaltender, you're, you're you're never sure. I didn't, you know, I didn't. It's not like I've spent 10 years with Mike Smith. I'd spent a few months with Mike Smith, but uh, um, you know, after we we explored the market, we went into the marketplace marketplace with about I don't know what seven eight million dollars to spend and had to sign five players. And and uh, decided at the end that uh, after everything the dust settled that uh, we we signed uh, Tyson Berry to a one-year deal at three seven five and we, we we Mike Smith I think was making two five base the year before he took his two five base to one point five base and 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 he's had a great season like I said he's 13, three and two he's at a nine almost a nine nine over nine fifteen almost a nine twenty saves percentage he gives us a presence um, he's he's got. Uh, a, a lot, of ton of passion. I think he's a real, a real um, good leader in the locker room, and he's a good leader in the locker room because he's a good leader on the ice. It's hard to lead in the locker room when you don't do it on the ice, and and he's doing it on the ice. So he's given us, and I think by with him coming back, you know, and taking the, some of the pressure off, he's done a really good job since Mike Smith comes back. We feel good about our uh, our one-two punch, and. Uh, um, I think it's been a strength of our team this year. Certainly, Mike Smith has had another one of the players that's that's had a a, a real big influence um, on on where we are to this point in the season.
0: Can you re-sign a 39 year old goaltender this summer? Like, I mean, if he sits here and well, finishes I, the year,
1: I, I, I guess I would say to you this: you know, I had Chris Chelios till he was 47 years of age in, in Detroit. I think I had Hasek till he was 43. I had multiple players into their 40s, Igor Larionov, um, Steve Iserman. I had lots of players up into their high 30s. Chris Osgood at 38, the Drapers to their high 30s. And we did a lot of winning. We did a lot of winning. I'm not scared of age. Uh, I don't look at age. I look at how you play. And, um, you know, to the, he keeps going what he's going. Well, why wouldn't we want to do it again? I mean, he's, he's, he's playing at a high level.
0: Final one for you, Ken, and we appreciate your time. You just want to get in, right? Doesn't matter who you match up against. I, I know that maybe the record against Toronto and Montreal is maybe a little bit. You got a better record against Winnipeg, but is it just a?
1: You just got to get in on the dance and see where it goes from there. Well, I think you just want to get in, and you want to get in playing good. You know, I, you know, if, if all of a sudden you get in and you start to stumble down the stretch, and you know, I think you want to, you want to, you want to go in playing good, and and I think that's why it's important that we just keep taking care of, uh, you know, one game at a time. Obviously, we want to put ourselves in a position. You know, we know. You know Calgary and Vancouver below us, and we got a big game, uh, two big games against Ottawa, and you know another big four pointer against Calgary on uh, on Saturday. But certainly we want to get in, and you want to get in playing good, and then after that. You gotta. You're gonna have to beat good teams. The, the teams that are in the playoffs, the top four in each division, the 16. You know, they're the top half of the league, and uh, you're gonna have to be at your best. You're, you're gonna have to be at your best. So we don't care who we play. We, we just want to play our way in, and we want to be playing good um, as we play our way in, and then and then you see what happens.
0: Ken, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ken Holland, the Edmonton Oilers general manager. We're right up against the clock here. It's 12.30 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Mark Spector.
2: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.